Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. God, I love doing my intro in front of unsuspecting guests. Grassi, and today, oh, we have a guest. We have a guest. A legend amongst the Green Bay Packers fan base. He's a gamer. He's a streamer. Oh, and did I mention he's also a quarterback for the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. Today, ladies and gentlemen, and on several Tuesdays throughout the season, may I introduce to you Mr. Kurt Benkert. Mm, thank you for having me. I'd love to be here. Thank you. What an, That was probably the best intro I've ever had. Was it? No doubt, okay. Yeah. Listen, no I know we're going, we're doing this on Tuesdays, so like we ha- kind of have to compete with Rodgers and McAfee, and they they usually give him a pretty decent intro. And I was like, listen, but this is a better show, so he, it's he just, can't like he won't one v one me on Rust. Like he doesn't want he doesn't want any scope in know. the gaming world. Yeah, he doesn't want it. No, he's gonna he's gonna get no scoped. Like it's 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 a three sixty. It's gonna yeah. there's just there's just no thing. It's but, too easy. It's just too easy. But Kurt, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we had an interaction last monday which was just crazy which was beautiful because i'm streaming madden mondays and people in the chat are like oh kurt benkert streaming and i was like you know what go over to the twitch show them some love show how much we love them right they're they're the oh and man they were showing love oh they were showing the love hardcore. oh yeah they were no showing doubt. the love hardcore and they were they were they're following and it was it was fantastic and then i think if i'm not mistaken the person you were playing against rage quit and was oh just yeah like, they didn't want the smoke. He got waxed. <laughs> he, he, got waxed. he didn't want the smoke. Yeah. Playing is you, of course. Yeah, no. If if I'm on stream, I'm definitely starting. Yeah, 100%. Because, yeah. I mean, if if I was in Madden, I, I regardless of my ratings, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm playing as myself every single time. Like, yeah. there's, there's yeah. no. The, the record may suffer a little bit, and I may miss wide open slants and flats, but I'll throw the occasional dot, and we'll get good clips for Twitter and TikTok and all that stuff. So, it's good and, stuff. and listen – as soon as the rage quitting commenced, you hopped on over to the stream. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, put Kurt Benkert in before you even got in. And I was like, all right, let's throw Kurt Benkert let's in. We go. were like smashing like the bangles. And I was like, all right, that's fine. And then you come in. I'm like, oh, God, I can't throw an interception. <laughs> and <laughs> this is nerve wracking. Chances are you were probably going to throw an interception. Yeah, there. Uh, listen, because EA with the disrespect, the di- was it a 55, 55. nine? 55. 55. I mean, it just gets worse every year, and I'm I'm just in the league longer every year. It just doesn't make sense. You're just like, listen, the the focus should be higher, yeah. right? Like that should at least elevate you. But a little bit of awareness increase. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have like I have clips for every situation that they say I can't do something, and I send them to the rating adjuster guy. I'm like, look, did you see this throw from the preseason? That was a dot. Can't do it in Madden. I mean, I, I can show you the DMs. I'm in this guy's ass. <laughs> that's i i love like you're just like writing like that stan eminem music video he's just like dear ratings adjuster i'm writing you again yep. <laughs> that's that's yep. phenomenal and yep. you you come in and i'm like all right pressure's on i think the first one was like incomplete second one i got a little completion and the third one i was like listen kurt yep. bankert's in the chat bombing it to Kabi. touchdowns like the bombs and, and that and then the rest was just legend and then it, it was, was just amazing history. i don't think the timing of it could have like the whole situation the timing it was just art it was like cinema it was amazing <laughs> it, it really was 
Junima Paradiso has nothing on what nothing. we accomplished on Madden Mondays last week. Nothing. But it was uh, it was it was great to interact with you there. The fan base was going wild. They they were having a <laughs> grand old time. And oh, now man. here we are on Tuesdays with Kurt Benkert. And I mean, things happen fast. <laughs> things happen pretty fast, and that's pretty it. Fast. Um, and I know that you do so much outside of football mm-hmm. and you just recently put out a video on your YouTube kind of just like detailing this entire journey because it has been a journey that you yeah. have been on like this entire time. Yeah. Um, and I implore people to go and, and view that. Um, <laughs> if you want to give me kind of like the spark notes, because I know, by yeah. the way, and people want to hear about the jersey change because that's big news here. Oh, in, yeah. In, in was- Green Bay. Big news to me. Big news to me. But I'll I'll go into that. Yeah, you're just like you're fine. You're fine because listen, yeah. I know you are very familiar with the number six. So yeah. you know it's not the worst thing in the world. It was the you, worst. Can you kind of give me the rundown of your journey in the NFL thus far? You know, starting mm-hmm. with being signed by the Falcons and then being waived, practice squad, and kind of just going like going through yeah. kind of where you've been so far. So coming out of college had. Uh, like a pretty decent like draft rating. It was like anywhere from like third to seventh round. It was just like a shot in the dark. So I thought I was going to get drafted at some point. I didn't know when, like people always talked about like really good arm, like has an NFL arm, but can you put it all together? Um, So draft day comes and goes, I go undrafted and it's between Atlanta, um, Kansas city and Tampa Bay of who I should sign with. And at the time, Pat Mahomes was just stepping into his first year. Um, So I didn't want to be behind the guy that was young. Um, it was Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay and then Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub were in Atlanta. So I was like, for me in my career, like my biggest question mark is, can I play? Can I put it all together? Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere that I could learn under guys that have done it for a long time, like at a high, pretty high rate. Um, so I went to Atlanta, was there for my rookie year, um, got signed to practice squad, went through the whole year, didn't have to play. Um, really just learning how to be like, how does the NFL work and what is my role as an undrafted guy? How do I fit in all of this? So we were bad that year going into the next year, 2019. I really kind of was figuring things out. Um, had a really good preseason game in the hall of fame game Yes, and came out slinging kind of like I was doing here. Um, and things were going really well. And then I literally, I snapped the ligament, like my turf toe ligament, like yeah, gone. gone. I got rolled up on like going forward and, uh, my, like the top of my toe touched the top of my foot. And I was like, that is not good. So it like <laughs> it's not it, supposed to go that yeah, way. So no. like I tried to I tried to stay in for another play because I'm like that like it didn't really just happen. Yeah. And I went to throw a bubble and I like couldn't push off my foot. It was kind of like an Achilles thing. Like there's just nothing there. So I sailed the ball. Like I went to throw it had no power and then I rewinded and threw it like 15 yards out of bounds. Like hobbled to the sideline. Like guys, so there's something wrong with my toe. Yeah. And uh, so out for the year there, got put on IR and then long recovery, all that stuff, come back the next year is 2020 and it's COVID. So I knew like there was no preseason to show what I could do. Yeah. And the last play that anybody in the league has seen for me, I was injured. So an undrafted guy hadn't done anything in the league, but like a few good preseason games. I got put on practice squad again. Um, Didn't have a chance to play because Matt doesn't really ever get hurt. I think he's missed one game in like eight years. Yeah. Um, then new staff comes in after they get fired. I get cut after two months of just kind of like waiting around. Like, when am I going to get my playbook? Hey guys. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. Like I, my yeah. first call was from the GM and it was a, uh, it was me getting cut like late. So I was kind of shocked, but it was a good Thanks. thing. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> and uh, then I get a tryout invite 
with the yep. Packers to rookie minicamp. It's me and Chad Kelly um, were the two like vet invite guys, and I played really well, threw the ball around, and they signed me, and that was when Aaron wasn't in the building yet. Um, so go throughout all of preseason. They have uh, – or all of like OTAs, they had Jordan obviously taking the one reps. Blake was taking all the two reps. Yeah. And I was like, like hand-fed like the scraps at the end. <laughs> um, and then training camp came around, and they cut – Blake immediately and I was like kind of like whoa they're not even going to have me compete with them they must have saw something they liked um and then just kind of just kept going and and Jordan had a little bit of a ding in his shoulder so I got another opportunity to start against the Jets I played against them all week in practice against their twos and played well so just did enough to stay around in the building and um I mean the conversation when I got cut was pretty much look man like we have a hall of famer in the room and a fresh on draft pick and you kind of blew our expectations out of the water like we didn't even think we'd have to make a hard decision so it was like it was nice to hear it, but at the same time, I was like, "Damn!" Like, yeah, like, we all like I I can play, and they know I can play, but I'm just not needed, and I'm not like even close to priorities. So it's just kind of the spot I'm in, and, and here I am, just trying to be ready as the third guy for the rest of the year. So in terms of because you've literally have gone through this like every single year, right? Year. In which it's like waved practice squad, wave practice squad. Yeah. So like, how has your mentality from like that first waving right from yeah. the Falcons like how has it shifted from that one to yeah. like this last one where the Packers are like waved come yeah. back on the practice squad yeah so the first one was like it was a wave then I was like I knew I wasn't like a drafted guy I didn't like play like great but I didn't play bad I showed that I could throw the ball but I was making mistakes like a rookie guy like a rookie undrafted guy does so I was like sure. I have a lot to learn I'll be on practice squad and then the second year was the uh, injury and then my third year in Atlanta when I got cut I was so shocked because I I knew that there was a chance to try to hide me but I was balling in camp and like it was my third year in the system like it's playing really well and my teammates were like shocked that I was cut but it was just like hey like we know nobody's gonna steal you um you were injured the last time you played and we know you're ready to play if we need you but like we could use the roster spot on somebody that's gonna play so that was like a that was a wake up for like what the NFL is I'm like yeah that was my first time realizing like no, I can do this. I can play. If they need me, I can help us win games. But like, that's not what it's about in my shoes right now. Like it just, it is what it is. And then yeah. this, this time was like 50, 50, like a coin flip. And it was like, ah, like I know they like what I do, but they have their guys and I didn't fit into the equation at first. And now they're trying to fit me in some way. Sure. So this one was a little different, but after this preseason, like I feel even more confidence that like, look, if, if I were to have to play this year, I, I'm not just going to go out and manage a game. Like I can go make throws to help us win games. Yeah. And, and they see that too. And for me, that was like a big, like, yeah, I, I make a lot less money now and it's like a status downgrade, but like for me, confidence wise, couldn't be really higher. Like I know I can do this. It's just, can the cards line up? And I think like that was honestly, like just from a fan base perspective, like that was kind of the concern. I was like, I don't even know if he goes back to the practice squad because someone might decide to pick him up after yeah. that because you had a nice preseason. You had, yeah. we were talking about Jordan Love, you know, that week two game, it's like, here you go. Like here, yeah. here's the ball and, and go play. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I thought at that point, you know, we might not even be fortunate enough to, yeah. to get you back on the practice squad. So yeah. in terms of like confidence, like, all right, so you have this experience now and you have this confidence of like, I can go out and I can make these throws and I don't have to be a game manager. Like I can push the ball downfield. I can yeah. go and actually like, you know, put points on the board. Yeah. Where is like the next step within football? Like we'll talk yeah. about beyond football, but like within football for you, yeah. kind of obviously, you know, you have your role in the practice squad now, but what are your goals beyond that? Yeah, for me, like there's, 
it's like such a small like topic, but like footwork is, is like, so it changes everything. And like, it's your internal clock as a player, like as a quarterback. And for me, I've been right foot forward for my entire life. And so this is my first year of having my left foot forward, which is like a whole, imagine like, imagine like you're a baseball player. Like you're, you have a certain stance you do your whole life and that's how you hit. And that's just how you know it. And then it changes one year. And so for me, that's like, there's little things like that, that I'm going to be spending all season on. And then uh, like off the field, like in the film room, I used to like, I used to spend so much time learning the game plan because I was new and like, I didn't really understand like how to do it. I just, I need to know my place. I need to know my place, but now that's easier for me. So I'm going to spend more time watching what the defense is doing versus just knowing like what I need to know. Now I'm going to go into like, what are their signals that they're trying to use? And can I steal some signals that these guys have shown on film and like, what are some tendencies that this linebacker has or like there's different things that, yeah, I'm not going to be up to play on Sunday, but I'm going to be preparing like I am so that if I get my chance one day, I I'm like used to this routine of, of preparing. That's and different. I know you, you previously did an interview. Um, this is when Rogers was like not around mm-hmm. and they asked you a question of like, I think it was worded very leadingly of just like, Oh, so you're hoping, you know, a rod doesn't come back and you're like, no, I want him to come back yeah. and get me a ring. <laughs> like, yeah, I, no doubt. like, like I'm going to be, I'm going to be like the biggest hype boy, wherever oh, yeah. if I'm in the sideline or if I'm in the, in the booth, like wherever the hell I am this year, we haven't been told yet. Like I'm going to be just gassed up, like, like all the juice, everything. Cause I mean, let's be honest. Like, we all want Aaron to play this entire year super healthy. We yep. all want to win a Super Bowl. We have yep. a really good team. Like, who who in my shoes would not just be like, let's effing go? Like, yeah, I can get a ring this year. Like, especially coming from a team where we were really bad for three years. Like, yeah, this is like a whole different like like winning culture. It's awesome. So I'm just I'm along for the ride. But at the same at the same token, like I'm gonna be ready to play when I'm needed if I'm needed. But let's and- hope I'm not. And the change in footwork that you're talking about, was that Mm -hmm. spurred on by like learning from Rogers? Was that the QB coach? Was that like, it's like an all, all encompassing, like, this is what we do here. Okay. And there's just a lot of like, I, me as a player coming out of college, I didn't really have footwork anyways, Okay. but I was right foot forward. So like, I wasn't great with my drops. Like we didn't have any like timing routes. Like we just didn't do that. We dropped back, we bounced around and slung it. Like that's just what we were like in college. That's what we did. That's what you do. Yeah. So it took me three years of like, like ironing this out of like, this is the way to play quarterback in the league. And now it's like, all right, but do it backwards now. <laughs> and so it took me a while. Like even in preseason, like there were a few times where I just felt so uncomfortable, like just sure. back there. But as soon as I got past the first like second of the drop, then it's normal. But there's just yeah. there, there's certain plays here and there that like I have to think about what am I doing with my feet versus just naturally doing it. So Which I just want to get over that. And if it slows you down, like you know, like that little yeah. bit, and you're like, all right, I'm not even thinking. I'm just thinking that for a hot yeah. second, like that could be the difference yeah. between something. Exactly. And and you mentioned about culture because um, yesterday came out on Thursday, but yesterday mm-hmm. I was I was speaking with a Saints fan as like we were yeah. previewing like the game and everything like that. And from a very outsider's perspective, he was looking in and making assumptions and judgments like all the talking heads are about what the culture is like inside that locker room within the team because of all the off-season drama and all of that stuff. And it seems like 
from at least what I've heard from players and things like that, it it is that like, listen, like, let's go get a ring. Like vets yeah. are like, this is our shot. Like, you know, it's not just the last dance for potentially Rogers yeah. it's for other people. Like, and even rookies or younger guys are like, yeah, like this is a, this is a great opportunity because who knows what next year is going to look like. Dude, Can you like speak yeah. on that like kind of culture itself? Is it very insulated like within the team? It's just like, listen, all of the, everything else is just noise. Yeah. I think like it's definitely like everything else is noise. And for us, it's just like, look, we check every single box and it's very apparent that we check every box. Like we just have to go do it. And so whatever your role is, this is kind of like the whole thing is like whatever your role is, you like own that role and you bring value to help this team win a Super Bowl. If it's if it's like the nutrition person, like making sure that the food is out at the right time, like like this, how everything is run here from like my previous experience like this is like such a well-oiled machine that you can show up to work every day with nothing but your iPad and everything is done for you so that you can just focus on football. And yeah. that's like such a foreign thing for me. Like I don't have to think about anything but football when I'm in the building. Sure. And so it's just like, it's so efficient. Like everything is set up for you to be successful and we just have to go do it. Like it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty great. You're just like, oh, I could just focus on my job and yeah. I had nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty legit. And in terms of your role on the practice squad now, so for like fans who are unaware, kind of like what does your week look like as compared to someone who would be on the active roster? Like, are they very, very similar? And it's just game day that's very different? It's the exact same. Yeah. Like, it's the exact same. I probably do a little bit more and I just don't suit up on game day. I'm like, like the guys, like if you're on the 53, there's like a handful of guys that don't dress yeah. Like I'm literally doing the same exact thing as those guys, but a little bit more, but then I get paid like a lot less. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot less. The, those shoulder pads. That's where all the money is. Exactly. It's, it's, yep. Exactly. So it's literally, so you're, you're still in the film room, you know, hanging out Everything. with Jordan, hanging out with Aaron. So for you kind of like, what is that experience like, you know, you're, you're saying you're watching, you know, beyond of just like, oh crap, this is what I need to know. Like this is what defenses are doing, what have you. Yeah. Like kind of what's the benefit from not only, you know, having Aaron Rodgers in there as well, yeah. but like just having like that, I guess that, that bond within that QB yeah. room, like how has that been for you? It's been like, it's just such a cool blend of like, like work and play in a way. Like yeah. he's got like, for what the past two years, 13 and three, like these guys know how to win football games, but have fun doing it versus like, from what it sounds like in other places, it's just like, there's no fun. You just, you work the whole time. Like these guys do have like, there's inside jokes and little like skits and comedy. Like there's just, you go to work and like, it's not just like, Oh God, here we go. Another day. Like we are, (laughs) we are literally living like the football dream. Like, and not every, not every place is like this. So we're, you it's it's cool to go and you like look forward to what the hell is today going to look like because it's not going to be the monotonous wednesday or thursday that it is every single week it's just you never know like who's going to bring the juice where is it going to come from it's it's just fun man like it's it's a fun place to be and win football games i mean yeah i mean can't really beat that right (laughs) that that sounds pretty legit um from when you've from when you first arrived in green bay you like became like an automatic fan favorite. Like it did, it did not take very long. Yeah. I don't, it must've been the hair at the time. I think it was the hair. I mean, the hair definitely, the lettuce yeah. definitely helped. I'm done. Um, I'm drawing it back. I'm working on it. Yeah. It's so, Cause now you're in there with a rod and it's just like, Oh man, like this guy, I couldn't, I couldn't have the best hair in the room. Like honestly, I couldn't do it. So that would have been such a bad start for me meeting him for the first time with better hair. 
So <laughs> that, it just wouldn't have been a good look. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't have been good. You know, because got to Okay, we 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 know our place, yeah. but in term, you don't want to make him overshadow Aaron too much. Yeah. You know? Obviously, you could destroy him in any video game on the planet. Yeah, so, I mean, like if you looked at like some of the pictures that we have next to each other, imagine he has like a little bit of lettuce, and then yeah. you just see this flowing lines mane out of this next guy's hat helmet. Like, like whoa, who's that, that guy? Yeah, and now no one's even talking about Aaron Rodgers. They're like, was he gone? Yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, you can't. But in terms of your popularity, in which mm. people are, they got your jersey. Like when you, I was there for that first preseason. I was there for camp and that yeah. first preseason game. And like when you hit the field, like Lambo was going nuts. They were like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's like it's crazy." You know, it's Ben Kurt season. Like yeah. we're, we're we're going to town. Yeah. What has that reaction been for you? And was it at all expected? Like coming in and I, just yeah. being so beloved. I didn't expect it. I mean, I just like I just am who I am. Like I go about business how I do. I'm I'm yeah. not outspoken like aggressively, but like I just say what's on my mind. Like I'm I'm pretty free spirited. But I also, I feel like a lot of the stuff I do off the field is relatable. Like there's not sure. many guys that are like making TikToks and like posting video game highlights. Like, no, like these guys are out like golfing and like in the Bahamas and shit. And I'm just yeah. like grinding video games for stream. Like, I don't know. So it's, I just think it's a, what I do off the field is a lot more like realistic for the average fan. Mm -hmm. And like, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just more, I would say relatable in that aspect to where like if a guy posts a picture of him going to some like, exotic vacation they can't like really relate to that no so i'm just i'm playing halo and and call of duty and madden yeah and with the the things on madden too like you just yeah. put out that clip that went like some that, that, that got some good views on it yeah that got some good views. it was i think like a almost like one hundred and seventy thousand on twitter and then i have two on tiktok that are like almost at a million together there it is and it's just like it's just like easy stuff that I kind of do already, but I just have to be sure. a little more organized while I'm doing it. Like, like I've been playing Madden for a long time, even though it sucks, yeah. but now oh. I, now I can record and like talk people through like what actually goes on. Like, I don't know. I don't know why more people haven't done it before. Well, I think there's, and I'm, I'm going to speak from the Packers and then I'm going to speak from like football in general. Like there is this desire definitely from the fan base to just get as much content as usually possible because there yeah. is that divide obviously right yeah. between like the team and then the fan base yeah and i know a lot of teams like they go inside locker rooms and they like you know post a ton on their youtube the packers are like starting to get there but they're definitely yeah. behind when it comes to like yeah. their social media game um yeah. it, it's very traditional like it is traditional Yes, very much so. It's very like, these are, hey. These are the pictures from practice. Yes. And this is the bike riding picture. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's other teams that are beyond that. And I guess offer a more in-depth glimpse into yeah. like the team. So yeah. I think it's that. And I think if there's another level that I kind of like speaking to the clip that you just put out, there's another level of like people who hop on Madden are like, I'm so good at Madden, right? Yeah but they have no idea what's going on yeah. like in an actual game, yeah. right? And you're kind of like providing that and saying like, hey, this is actually where there's similarities, except yeah. I can actually make this slant. But yeah, in terms exactly. of, you know, what that looks like. So I think that speaks to people. No, I, I, I feel that for sure. And I guess like for me and Madden, like it's such like a love-hate. Like I can only play like two or three games at a time before I yeah. start getting cheesed. But I, I just I try to go like when I stream Madden, like I try to go about it. Like if this were real life, this is what I do versus yeah. this play is broken. I'm going to run crosses the whole game and I'm running this defense. the whole, Like I try to do stuff that's relatable so I can talk about it and be like, hey, this is kind of real life ish. Like 
This yeah. is the most realistic part about Madden and how it transfers. So it's been fun to use that and like all the different platforms. People love it. So it's something I'm going to do more of. Last night, I uh, my third game, I was playing against the Cardinals. And for some reason, uh, Devontae Adams, Robert Tunyon, and Aaron Jones just disappeared. Like legit mm. disappeared. They Gone. were not hurt. They just disappeared. And I kept losing players. Oh like I had Cole Van Lannan like running route. I Like McDuffie was running routes. <laughs> Like legit, I, I won the game what? still, but oh I was gosh. just like, nice job, EA, I'm crushing I mean, it. It's, it's it's in the game. I have bashed EA like on countless occasions, like on TikTok, Twitter, like every. I like I'm very if it's if it's sucking, I'm gonna let you know it's sucking. Yeah. And so this was like my like, all right, this is a little bit realistic. Like this actually sure. worked as I had drawn it up and how it should, but I just I don't know. Hopefully, like. Hopefully the game starts to to make a little bit of progress because it's it's been feeling pretty stale for the past years, ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt, Madden ten was pretty good. Madden yep. ten was pretty solid. Yeah, I, I think the last like really good one that I'm like, oh damn, that was a good Madden was um, the one with Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Palomalo. Yeah, Madden ten. That was yep. Madden ten. Yep. Okay, yeah. So that was the one that I was like, yeah, like this, I played that so much. It yeah, was great. That's a good one. It was fantastic. And now, yeah, no, it's just like now I buy it because. I could write it off, but yes. <laughs> I buy it yep. because I'm like, all right, like, let's see. And I'm yep. still rocking a PS4 here. So like yeah. the difference between 21 and 22, like on last yeah. gen is like nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'm playing on PC, which is still last gen, which okay. I don't, it makes no sense to me, but yeah, whatever. No, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, in terms of beyond football, mm-hmm. uh, you're quite accomplished, whether it is social media, whether it's in the mm-hmm. Fortnite game whether it's with gaming, what have you. And yeah. so you, obviously the focus is on like football and you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yes. Um, beyond football, what do you hope to accomplish within that arena? Because I think what you're doing is mm-hmm. kind of like a blueprint of like what like this next gen, like, you know, sports player is yeah. going to look like, right? Because it's kind of hedging your bets and saying yeah. like, hey, like football is the focus. We're doing football, but also like building beyond football. Yeah. It's just in a different medium. Yeah, for me, it was like, I first started out just to like interact with fans. Like that's where it started. And then it yeah. was like in January of 2019, I was like, dang, I'm not getting paid anymore. Like I want to yeah. do something that's like at least bringing in a couple hundred bucks a month. So I don't just see money going out because in football, you don't get as as your last game's done. You don't get paid again until September. So it's like, yep. holy shit! What yeah. is good? like? What am I gonna do with my time? That's no money. <laughs> so yeah. I started streaming on Twitch, and I was like, oh, that's a cool way to make like three hundred bucks, like pay for my like gas and a little bit of food, like whatever. Sure. And uh, from there, dude, it's just been like this whole new world of like opportunities and sponsorships and all this stuff that I didn't know was gonna happen. So now that I'm like able to like create a future with it, I really want to get into like down the line. Like I would love to. Like, so I have like a Thursday night football thing coming up where I'll do like casting and I can have guests and stuff and watch Thursday night football on my Twitch. And so that's like one of the things I've been wanting to get done. And it's, it happened quicker than I thought it would, but I would love to like have a little bit more of like, uh, like how Tony Romo and those guys, like, like they talk about things before they're going to happen. I would love to be able to do that live, but in a more like, Hey, this is dudes watching football versus like, this is like a broadcast. So yeah. that's, I want to like break that kind of like Tim, the Tapman has done it and Nick Merckx has done it, but I want to do it from my perspective where I actually know what's going on versus yeah. just like the fans. So there's some things that I want to integrate down the line, but I just think like creating content and, and like integrating with fans and people and just showing that like, Hey, we're normal guys. And a lot of us are normal guys in the NFL that are into the same things you're into. Like, yeah. let me just kind of show you what it's like and, and give you a little insight on it. So that's kind of my goal moving forward. Like 
it's not really about the money as much as it is like just creating a bigger um, like reach of what I'm into and showing people what I'm about. Yeah. And it's like the brand, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, building an off the field brand. Like I'm yeah. a third string guy that has been a third string guy for four years. And I have this platform that not many people in my shoes do, but it's just because I put myself out there. Yeah. And again, you know, you see plenty of NFL players like go into different things like once football is done and, you know, you're building this to whatever that point is eventually, you know, you have it. So I I don't think. Yeah. And I think in talking about I know you're talking about with the Amazon thing, because I mean, we do here we do like the live game reactions and do like play by play and, and all that great stuff. And it they're. I feel like there's such a want and desire for different voices than the commentators yeah. that are coming through. And it's that fan, like one, I either want a fan watching, you know, because yes. it's someone to root with, like while I'm watching the game yep. or for you, who's played the game. I mean, people yeah. love Tony Romo because of exactly what you're saying. Like, yep. Oh no, he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And that's, that's for me. Like I want to be able to, what's the way to put it? Like, you know, when you're watching with somebody and like they say something about, for me, I'm like, ah, oh, that's not actually what happened. I want to yeah. be able to correct those moments yeah. and say like, hey, like when I got stepped on in the game, people are like, why did he, like, why did he fall down? Why did he fall down? Yeah. Like, because the guard was a yard too deep and his first step was back and my first step crossed paths with his because that's where my first step was supposed to be. Like, I want to be able to defend people like in those moments, yeah. like I'm using myself as an example, that those happen all the time with fans that just don't know what's going on. And they're just like, oh, that player sucks. He fell yeah, down. Like, yeah. Like, why didn't like, he throw he it to the down. open guy? Well, because – he's not a part of the progression. He's the fourth man and the ball's already gone. So yeah, the guy's going to be wide open because the safety's already reacting. Like yeah. there's just things like that, that I'm going to be able to bring a little bit of insight to that. I, it'll be, it'll be a fun experience. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that now the, the big news story that we, we have to get into involves yeah. the number that's behind you. Yeah. Um, it's currently, is, is that easily changeable? The, I mean, there's like shit on the wall and like how we peel the paint back. Like I'm going to, yeah, I'm gonna have to like finagle that into a six somehow. I'm gonna have to go so, back to geometry. Yeah, like if it, like if it was a nine, easy. Like you add, like d- done. Like yeah. it, you, you can make it happen. Yeah. And and I, I know we were talking about this off camera. Like when I was talking with Jay Sternberger a while back, and he was talking about like he was offered numbers, and he was just like, "Oh, yeah. I'll take eight seven. Like no big deal. It sounds like yeah. a better number." And everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's Jordy's number!" And and went yeah. nuts. So for you, like number seven, was this something, if I'm not mistaken, you just had an interaction with Twitter on this. Like, did you have a choice on the yeah. number? So when I got to Green Bay, seven was in my locker. It just was what it was. So I was like, cool, this is dope. <laughs> I'm going to rock this. No conversation. It was yeah, just, nothing. Here, just here. seven. So I go into work the other day, just minding my own business, just had breakfast, had coffee in my hand. And the one of the main equipment guys comes up to me. Hey, uh, what do you think? Six or nine? I was like, what are you talking about? He said, you got to change your number. Do you want six? I know you wore that in college. Or do you want nine? I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, the new punter is going to be wearing seven. Like he's on the active. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm like, give me six. Damn it. And I just yeah. walked back to my locker and I was like fuming. I'm like, this bastard, this guy, I, like I had heard stories of like in the NFL, you get paid when you got to switch your number. And it was just yeah. the head. Your number's gone. So I feel like I should have at least had the opportunity to like have a punt passing kick competition right? for the number something i mean i was an all-state punter in high school like it's you know what i mean like at least give me an opportunity to compete we like competing here but it was just granted i'm so glad that you said punt pass and kick because it literally if you didn't say it i was about to jump on that and be like listen let's settle this on the field yep i would i would put any amount of money i'd put the jersey up that i would win that punt pass and kick really yes i'm very confident so so now 
I mean, this is this one is outrageous. But two, um, so we're rocking the six now. Yeah. I mean, do we have like a soft spot for the six at all? Because you've worn, you wore it in Atlanta. Yeah. You wore it in Virginia. Did you wear it at ECU? Yep. You I wore it in six. This is my first five months without six. Been a good okay. five months though. So like, like, how do we feel about it? Right now, like I'm excited that at least I have six. If I okay. was like to 16 or some other number, like I'd be like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing? But at least I have six. Like I'm, I'm sure that was part of them justifying, oh, just give them this college number anyways. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of seven jerseys out there that are vintage. But um, worth lots of money now. They have to be. They need to. I need to like one of one, like one of thirty. <laughs> one of like. I need to. I need to number them. But um, I don't know. I think for me, like, if I don't play in a single game this year, I'm gonna frame the seven jersey at the end of the year. But if I play in a game wearing six in a real game, I'm gonna frame six. That's where my mindset is. Okay. So as of right now, it's just a practice number for me. Yeah. But okay. if I get to play, then I'll be like, all right, I'm six. Because I know in Atlanta, there was a game where they activated you, right? They yeah. elevated you to the active roster. Yeah. Did we frame that one or no? It's in my closet, so I haven't really gotten around to that. Okay. So, right. so a little like, not salty, but like, eh. I'm, I'm a Packer now. Not really worried about framing it. I'll frame it when I'm, when I'm retired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once I get the next to my golden jacket, that's, that's, yeah. that's when I'll do it. I mean, it. if I don't go into the, like, the Twitter Hall of Fame. Like what are we doing? Athletes, I don't know. Then what are we doing here? That's and really that's really what this is all about. If it's not that, then yeah. then there's there's no point in any the of this. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I hope that the six treats you well. Thank you. Um, and I will be advocating, and I'm sure many others, for the punt, pass, and kick competition. Perfect. Uh, this is going to be a thing. Like I can already see that this is going to be. I I would absolutely love like like line the sidelines with all my teammates. Me and him, mono e mono. Yeah. Just I don't know. Let's go. Like yep. let's just let's just get it. Like let's just yep. let's go. Let's settle this on the field. Yep. Best man wins. I, yep. I feel like okay, so what you're telling me too, because this is what I'm picking up from it. Yeah. If he starts to falter, listen, new guy, you know, new territory, you know, I don't know, maybe it makes sure those kicks are not really so good. You but, can step in, is what you're saying, and crush it. I'm just gonna let you know. I told the uh the special teams coordinator, look, I can punt. After practice, I had a few punts, and he's like, we can work with that. So <laughs> I might might be a super reserve, super COVID backup to the backup backup punter. We're working we saw, on it. We saw Crosby do it. You know, we saw we saw Crosby what, do what, it. What did he what did he punt? What was his hang time? I think it's 41. I think it's 41. What was his hang time? Do you know? I didn't know his hang time. I, I think I can. Yeah, I think I can do. We can that. still beat it. We could, we could, like, we could get some like coffin drops. Like, we well, can. we do that. We can, we can do like the little seven yard shotgun snap, roll right, pass or punt. Okay. And uh, there will be nobody back there returning it either. So I'll get no. a good roll because no, there's not going to be anybody thinking we're going nope. to punt it. No. So and when it's inside the ten, no one's going to be near it anyway. So you exactly. know, in, in game time, that that just makes a whole lot of sense. I think. I, I mean, listen. You know, new punter seems real nice. Seems like a good guy. Yeah. Um, had a 72 yard punt last season, That's but impressive. also a 12 yard punt. In I can game. beat that. I can beat and, that. And listen, we could definitely beat that. So, yeah. like, if it just goes off the foot, it all it takes is one. Just it does. So, if he gets pressure in this punt, pass, and kick, 
it could be a 12 year punt. <laughs> Listen, you line up Kenny, you, you and you just you send him after him, <laughs> and, and you see what happens. No doubt, I might shank that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kurt, it's been an absolute pleasure talking hey, to you. I got I got one here. more comment for you, one more question for yes. you. Yes. So Sunday, it's the New Orleans Saints, right? You don't know if you're going to be in the booth or on yeah. the sideline. I got to ask. Yeah. Two things. One, what are you going to be rocking? Like, what what's the outfit going to look like? So, I don't know if we have a travel suit or not, but if not, it'll probably be uh, some jeans, nice little Lulu shirt, not like like this, but Lulu. Lulu um, yeah. And then probably a pair of Thursday boots. I do have a sponsorship with Thursday boots. So I'll, maybe I'll send you a pair. Do you like boots? You boot I guy? like boots. Thursday boots is located out of New York. Are they? So yes, the shipping would be super cheap. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have it covered. We'll have it covered. <laughs> we'll have a conversation. Yeah. Okay, because yes. you are going to be in Jacksonville, which is there – has there been any, like, within this week, has mm-hmm. practice been shifted around at all? Like, are they, like cr- – I know they have no AC, but, yeah, like, yeah. are they, they cranking up the heat a little bit? They're bringing in some, like, space heaters and being like, listen, uh, I think it's mosquitoes. I think it's mosquitoes. I think it's more of, like, a, hey, you better hydrate type thing. Because ah. um, I don't know, we could go in the indoor, but then the indoor is turf. Your back starts getting tight. Like nobody yeah. wants to practice on turf. No. Um, but it is a hey, look, it's going to be at eight degrees, humid, and uh, you might want to start hydrating now. Which Monday was yesterday. So big emphasis on hydration. We'll be ready. Okay, you'll be ready. You'll be set. No cramping yep. here. There, yeah. there, there will be there will be none of that. Yeah, but none of it. Uh, Kurt, it's been phenomenal. Please tell the people where they can find all the things that you do. Mm. So you can look up my first and last name on everything. It's pretty much standard across the board. There's TikTok, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, which is kind of just getting started. So you can go check it out. Um, I have a website in my bio of everything that you can go and uh, check the little links for everything. Fantastic. And one final follow-up. If I'm not mistaken, and and please dismiss this if it's a rumor, um, the Packers subreddit uh, seemed to have discovered this. Is your middle name Benjamin? No, but I wish it was. Oh, damn it. I wish it was. I don't I don't think my middle name has been released anywhere. So I don't think it has. Because I was looking beforehand. And I'm like, I don't know if this is accurate. I'm like, going to keep that a secret because okay. it's, it's fun. Because now, oh no, now it's now it's fun. You're like, listen, when, when we hit a million followers, that's when I'll release my middle name. Or if somebody donates a shit ton of money. Oh. So if somebody wants to pay for a middle name release, All right, what's what's the number? What's the number? I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what the offers are. I'll leave that up for for uh, Packer okay. Nation. The mystery. Continues. Whatever somebody wants to pay, if it's if I feel like it's reasonable, I'll release the middle name and we'll give that money away. Okay. This. So we got some rich Packers fans out there. I know they oh, listen, they, they donate money all the time. It's fine. What's Mark Murphy is probably watching this right now and it's just like. Uh, does he know? Write him a check. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Just write it off. It's fine. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. Kurt, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, good luck uh, this week. Uh, thank you so much for watching, folks. I'm Tom Grassing. And as always, go back, go. Go back, go.